It's Thursday, July 27th, 2022, and this is uh, the Hermetic Hour, and I'm your host, Pope Runyon, and tonight we're going to do a reading of Hermetic Yoga at the OHM Shasta Conclave, which was just this last weekend. This was held, this Shasta Conclave was held up at the uh, Mount Shasta Resort, right below Mount Shasta. And it was sponsored by the by the OHM, the Ordo Hermeticus Mysteriorum. It was on the weekend of July 22nd through the 24th, and it was long postponed due to the pandemic. And the conclave at Mount Shasta, California, attending were nearly 30 officers of the order. That was the RRNAC of the OHM, led by worshipful Paul Clark and gracious Lady Cindy Forbes. Guest speakers were Right Worshipful Kevin Townley, the author of the book The Cube of Space, Chicken Tabitha Cicero, noted Golden Dawn authorities, Worshipful Merrick Hamer, uh, Golden Dawn Temple Chief and Vice President of CHS Incorporated, and Carol Polk Runyon, Frater Thabian, OTA Magister and President of CHS, and writer and producer of Beyond Lemuria. Oak's lecture, Hermetic Yoga, was assisted by the head created by very honored Frater Sithmath Max Paul, which is shown on our website, chsota.org, and also on our blog, pokerunion.com, and will be shown in our video version uh, of this lecture. The picture has the event coffee cup and the rose given to us by worshipful Paul Clark. Now, the text of the lecture follows and will be presented on the Hermetic Hour this week, that's now, and then with the PowerPoint illustrations included, it'll become a video on the Ordo Templi Astartes YouTube channel. So, with that introduction, let's get right on into it. Now, to kind of uh, introduce this thing in a dramatic sort of a way, we took up one of our throne chairs, our, our Dante chairs, which were actually props made for the movie El Cid. They're, they're made in Spain. We, we hauled one of these thr thrones up there. And I sat, and Merrick used it, and I, I used it both. And to open up this lecture, I sat in the chair, and Merrick sat in the audience, and I got up. And I said to the audience, From earth's center I rose, and upon the throne of Saturn sat. Who wrote those words? And nobody in the audience could answer. And then finally Merrick said, Omar Khayyam. And I said, right. And what did Omar Khayyam know in the 12th century? What did he know that Blavatsky didn't know in the 19th century? And I said, a hell of a lot, and that's what we're going to find out tonight. And that's how I opened this up. And so, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and fellow adepti of the Western Esoteric Tradition. I am Frater Thabian Poke Runyon, President of the Church of the Hermetic Sciences and Magister of the Order of the Temple of Astarte. For those of you who do not know me or my work, please allow me a somewhat self-promotional introduction which will lead up to the subject of my lecture, Hermetic Yoga, the Interior Stars of the Western Esoteric Tradition. 
1968, I suffered from a life-threatening illness which I attempted to cure with self-hypnosis. After the surgical removal of the diseased gallbladder, I recovered physically. But the year of self-hypnosis, along with the study of Tibetan Tantric Yoga, Carl Jung, and Hermetic Magic, had transformed me into what might best be described as an urban shaman. I was determined to recreate the visionary magic of the Renaissance magicians. I read that Hindu tantrics in India had used facial reflection transformation in mirrors to call up visions of previous incarnations. In West Africa, the method was used to call up one's ancestors. But in 14th century Italy, the magician Cecco di Ascoli called up a demon in a mirror and was burned at the stake for publishing an account of the operation, which explains why other magicians kept the method secret. Crowley almost had it when he wrote, the spirits of the Goetia are portions of the human brain. If Crowley had been a Jungian hermetic, he would have said aspects of the human mind, and he might have added, and the universal mind. The facial reflection method itself was not secret. In 1970, when I, we founded the Order of the Temple of Astarte, Amork used the Hindu tantric version to summon previous incarnations. But we used it to summon the ancient god and goddesses of King Solomon's time. We had discovered that the Goetic spirits Baal and Asheroth were in fact the ancient Canaanite god Baal and his consort, the goddess Astarte. Considering ourselves neo-pagans and Solomonic ceremonial magicians, we, and I say we because we have very talented members and a close association with Frederick Adams of Feriferia, with their help and advice, we recovered and reestablished the subject of this lecture, the interior stars of the Western esoteric tradition, Hermetic Yoga. It included the music of the spheres, the Pythagorean chakras, Dante, and the sphere of Sarabosco, and, of course, the Golden Dawn's middle pillar exercise. But I believe our original inspiration was C.W. Ledbetter's reproduction of Johann Gichtel's Natural Man in his book on the chakras. In any case, I fondly remember painting the chakras on the bodies of our high priestesses for our early 1970s initiations. Ah, those were the good old days. Now we hang the symbols on a chain down the front of her modest gown. However, in 1975, while walking across the campus at Northridge, after a Kabbalah class, I had a vision of the lightning flash down the tree of life as the key to the Western chakra system. The lightning flash comes to us from the writings of Jacob Borm. His illustration of the natural man was antecedent to his student Johann Gichtel's version, which Ledbetter had published. We finally published a version of our hermetic chakra system in 1977 in our journal, The Seventh Ray. I had known Francis Rigardi since the early 1970s, and his insistence on the importance of the middle pillar exercise was one of my inspirations in recreating the full Western system. The middle pillar is a yoga exercise in bringing down the light and empowering the separate on the middle pillar of the tree of life. We use the same principle in our full seven chakra system, opening them all 
and then ascending to and empowering the sphere we are working in. This is done in temple, in unison, by everyone involved in the operation. One critic suggested that we were confusing the energy from calling down the light with pranayama. That's oxygen saturation. Yes, we do use pranayama, but to justify drawing down the light, I will call upon the 18th century German mystic J.B. Kerning, the master of magical proprioception, who wrote, We breathe from the most distant spaces, from the stars as well as from the atmosphere that surrounds us, and we perceive from regions never imagined the words of life. In the early 20th century, Blavatsky's theosophy was the hot ticket in Western occultism. The theosophists dominated the field. Blavatsky was aware of the tantric chakra system and wrote about it in general terms, but left the task of definition to her colleague, Charles W. Ledbetter. He came up with a system which was largely based on our Western arrangement. But then he ran afoul of the British colonial judge, Sir John Woodruff, who led a fantastic double life as a British judge and a Hindu mystic. His book, The Serpent Power, in 1913, released under the pseudonym Arthur Avalon, supplanted Ledbetter's chakras and theosophical circles and became the template for our present New Age rainbow body chakra arrangement. Woodruff's book was certainly authentic for one Hindu system of tantric practice, but not for all of them, and certainly not for Tibetan Buddhist tantric systems. Now, after eight Tibetan tantric initiations, I can tell you that they have a different chakra arrangement for every deity they practice. In his excellent The Apocalypse Unsealed, 1919, theosophist James M. Preecy published a drawing of the Angel of Seven Stars with the Western arrangement of the planets listed in proper order as noted on the right and left columns shown. But in deference to Woodruff, who had published six years before, Pricey added another drawing trying to connect Woodruff's arrangement. Golden Dawn Adepti, however, had already adopted the original design for the lid of the Pastos and the Adeptus Minor Degree, showing the seven stars in the right hand and the lightning flash connecting the spheres. Perhaps this was the origin of the middle pillar exercise. In any case, it leaves no doubt that the original interior stars of the Western esoteric tradition were known to be the last great exposition of that tradition, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Now that we have established the historical and philosophical validity of our system, we can deal with the technical aspects. How does it work, and how do we work with it? First, let's define the magical universe or multiverse that we operate in. The Tree of Life of the Hermetic Kabbalah, or the Golden Dawn's Minutum Mundum, and its four dimensions, Ashia, the physical world, Yitzira, the astral plane, Bria, the angelic world, and Atsaluth, the divine world. These four dimensions will synchronize and interface with Theosophy's etheric, astral, mental, and causal planes, and with Gnosticism's aeons. In fact, the New Age rainbow body system 
which we may roughly define as Woodruff's arrangement in Ledbetter's cosmology, is entirely etheric, whereas our Western system is entirely astral. The New Age rainbow body chakra system exists in the physical body, in this physical body's subtle dimension called the etheric plane, or the Ashia dimension in Kabbalistic terms. It is the matrix for the entire system, whereas our Western chakra system exists entirely in the astral plane or in the Zira dimension on the tree of life. Yet Zira is the creative realm, which means that the Manuta Mundum colors we assign to our spheres are established, not scribed by psychics from pre-existing models. In the introduction to volume one of Hermetic Yoga, I explained this using a hypothetical conversation with a critic. I wrote, so when you encounter a true believer in the classic Laya Yoga system who insists that his is the only true chakra arrangement, you do not need to disagree. Simply inform him that his chakra system is etheric and yours is astral. His system is alchemical while yours is cabalistic. His system follows the paths of the tree of life while yours follows the spheres. And that magical color is what we impose on the astral, not what we scry on the etheric plane. Now, while he's trying to figure all this out, you could probably change the subject. Please understand that I'm not trying to discredit the Woodruff Tantric Chakra System or its modern American offshoot, the New Age Rainbow Body Chakra System. I believe they have validity in their dimension. But magical operations are primarily an astral activity. And while our Yetzira spheres or Sephirot are the power centers of theurgic and thaumaturgic operations, I have included a suggested interdimensional unification of the two systems in volume, volume one of Hermetic Yoga. And following the Tibetan example of appreciating all systems, I see no harm in having my rainbow body chakras balanced by a new age practitioner and then returning to my temple and evoking the goddess Astarte from the sphere of Netsak using our Western chakra arrangement. The key to mastering and opening our magical yoga system is proprioception. If you look this word up, you'll be given numerous confusing definitions. So we need to define it as a magical mystical term. In our universe, proprioception means getting inside yourself moving your consciousness point throughout your body, using your imagination to make yourself a giant so that you can sink from Saturn in the corpus callosum of your brain all the way down to Earth near your tailbone and then back up to Tipperef in your chest. Sandalvan, Gabriel, Mikael, Haniel, Raphael. You can watch the Master Philos portrayed by worshipful Merrick Rees Hamer, demonstrate this in our film Beyond Lemuria Tomorrow, as he invokes the Master Jesus in Tippereth, portrayed by worshipful Paul Clark, followed by the invocation of Hermes Trismegistus, portrayed by Maestro Juan Milo Duquette. So that you can have a better experiential understanding of this basic technique, I will introduce you to one of our beginning exercises, the Sinking Pearl. It is designed to help you calm your mind and develop the ability to shift your center of consciousness to other parts of your body. Let's do it.
Now sit in a comfortable position with your back straight. Close your eyes. Now focus them upward between your closed eyelids without strain. And while maintaining this inward and upward gaze, perform at least four cycles of simple pranayama without mudras on a 4-4 count. Inhale for four and hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold on the void for four. Inhale for four and hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold on the void for four. Inhale for four and hold for four. Exhale for four. Now breathe naturally and keep your closed eyes focused upward while you imagine that your body is growing larger and larger until it is nearly 50 feet tall. Your skull is a great dim-lit hollow vault half filled with deep, dark, still water. You, your consciousness point, are in the form of a small pearl floating half submerged in the water. The water is warm and comfortable, safe and protective. Above you are all the random thoughts that flit across your mind. You see them in the form of luminous fireflies darting back and forth for no purpose. They buzz and chitter without meaning. You are at peace within yourself. You sink below the surface of the water. You can still see the fireflies above you. Your closed eyes are still focused upward. You sink down to the level of your throat. Now down into your chest. Now see if you can sink all the way down your spine to your tailbone. You may not be able to go this far down the first time you do this exercise, but with practice you will be able to visit the location of all your chakras. Now, bring your consciousness up the spine and come to the surface of the water in the vault of your skull. You are now master of your mind. Those unwanted thoughts that had plagued you for so long have disappeared. You have calmed your mind, like erasing the blackboard in a school in preparation for a new lesson. Now you notice that we have calmed the mind, not killed it. Your mind in Western Hermetic Yoga is not your enemy. You are your mind. It is your consciousness. And it is a microcosmic replica of the macrocosmic universal mind. Your mind is a two-way sending and receiving set, powered by the greatest creative force in our universe, the human imagination. The imagination works through symbols, archetypes, and metaphors. Now in the East, they raise a snake called the Kundalini. In the West, we ride the dragon. In proper Kabbalistic sequence, we bring the light down the path of the lightning flash to Malkuth and ride the dragon back up to visit the psychic centers or chakras, retracing the path of the lightning flash up to the top. We should ride the dragon in opening each of the spheres to establish the system. But once they have been activated, the descent of the light and the ascension to the spheres is so rapid, especially in temple operations, that visualizing the dragon is no longer required. Our matrix for bringing down the light, its inspiration from a work by one of the distinguished guests here at this symposium, Right Worshipful Brother Kevin Townley. When our late Golden Dawn Temple Chief, Chris Monastre, read The Cube of Space, she was so impressed that she directed our inner order in the construction of the walk-in replica of the cube. You could stand in the center of the cube and personify the planet Saturn. 
the Sephira Binah in Bria, or in Da'ath, in the tree before the fall, and received the rays from the three mother letters, Aleph, Mem, and Sheen, and thus experienced the miracle of creation. And if you are suspicious of this assignment, I suggest you meditate on the paradox of Binah being in the realm of the fixed stars and also Saturn. Our practice with the cube of space inspired me to replicate the structure of the process in the human head as part of our Western chakra system. And Brother Sithbeth has created a physical version of that in a plastic transparent head, which we passed around to the audience. Mercury hawed below the navel, the moon you saw in the genitalia, and the earth Malkuth in the perineum. Coming back up, riding the dragon, we visit the goddesses or gods of each planet in their palaces, asking for their blessings, assistance, or advice. In our case, because we are Solomonic ceremonial magicians, we use the pagan pantheon of ancient Canaan. The gods King Solomon, if there ever was a real King Solomon, would have worshipped. Well, even the Bible says he built a temple of the goddess Astarte. So, that you can better understand the system, I'll take you through the long form of our master ritual. Now, don't try to experience this as we did with the sinking pearl exercise. Just imagine yourself doing it as I describe it. And remember, this is the long form involving all the chakras used when you were installing the system. Later in temple work, we will focus only on the sphere of the working. Sit in your sauna with closed eyes focused upward, upward toward his head, the third eye, and repeat 22 times. Uh, I interrupted the script here to explain to the audience that when the Sakya order came over to the Americas, fortunately they had an American Lama, and uh, they wanted a hundred repetitions of this pranayama before starting the operations. And uh, the American Lama told him, he, he said, the Americans aren't going to put up with that. You're, just gonna have to, you're going to have to cut it down. So they settled on 22 repetitions for, for our sake. Now, with your mala, advance the count on each exhalation. Keeping your eyes closed and focus upward, say this affirmation aloud. I affirm that the physical world and my physical body are but fleeting shadows on the veil of eternity. I affirm that the spirit of God within me is the only reality that endures. With the following induction spoken aloud, you are growing very large and very tall. You are 50 feet tall, 100 feet tall, 1,000 feet tall, 10,000 feet tall. Your head is far above the clouds. The vast darkness of outer space surrounds you. Your soul shines among the stars. You have discarded the veil of self. You are all men and all women. You drink from the pool of remembrance. You bathe in the fountain of light. Now look up even higher behind your closed eyelids and see a far distant point of light flash overhead while you vibrate. Hey, ah. Then see that point of light radiate a shower of brilliance downward as you vibrate, yah. Now focus back down the bridge of your nose and out into the darkness of space. The constellations of the zodiac surrounding your head like a rim of a very large hat. 
as you vibrate. Aima. Now, from right to left, across the middle of the vault of your skull, trace a bright, flaming red streak of electric fire as you as you vibrate. Shah. And then bisect this line in the center of your skull with a bright blue bolt of magnetic energy as you vibrate ma forming a cross. With this established, bring down a brilliant yellow stream of light from above, passing right through the center where the red and blue lines meet as you vibrate ah. Where the three lines converge, see the onyx rose and jewel of da forming with the seed letter tau, haloed in brilliance as you vibrate ta. You have thus established the dynamic of creation, and you've activated Saturn Da by the Tetragrammaton formula in Absolute. Now we will descend in Absolute, opening the roses and reviewing the jewels within. Focus slightly downward from Da toward the center of your forehead and visualize the formation of the Hesed Rose and Jewel with the seed letter Kaf, forming there like a stained glass window as you vibrate. Raise your closed eyes higher and sink down to your throat, seeing the Gabura Jewel and Rose take form with the seed letter Fay as you vibrate. Elohim Gabura, sink down to your chest and visualize Again, there's an upright stained glass window facing out the green and rose of the forest with the sea at a rest as you vibrate. Oh, my, sorry, I'm the left as you vibrate, as you vibrate. Ah, oh, my, Descend down to your navel. See the jewel and rose of Hod with the sea letter Beth as you vibrate. Elohim Zebeoth, drop down to the genital, genital region and visualize the jewel and rays of your soul with the seed of beauty as you vibrate Shaddai Kai. Then settle down into the Paraninum region, visualizing the jewel and rose of Malkuth with the seed letter Omega as you vibrate Adonai Haaretz. You have now completed the descent in Atsaluth, illuminating the psychic centers. You will now activate your spirit body and awaken the dragon. Send them up the caduceus to open the jewels and the temples within in a briatic dimension as you vibrate. Sandalphon, visualize the Malkuth Tanka. Do ten fast and deep repetitions of the fire breath in nose out mouth. While tensing the genitalia and visualizing the body's glowing red, at the climax of this pump-up, pinch your buttocks of the paradigm together tightly, focus upward toward the roof of the cavern, send the dragon flying upward and vibrate. Gamriel, as you ascend the assign, dismount at each station and approach the portal, seated with a rose and jewel of the sphere. Visualize the rose and jewel and seed letter, which you may augment with super sound at each station. In the temple of Yasod, Tanit sits enthroned on a veiled dais. She holds the crystal orb of remembrance and prophecy in her right hand. Her left hand, in the palm of which is the eye of fate, 
is held behind the ball so that the eye is seen through the crystal as you gaze into it. On request, she will show you your past lives or your future, but be prudent and do not overindulge in this practice. Remount at each station and vibrate Mikael as you send the horn. This is the alchemical workshop of Kothor, Tubal-Cain. He will make things for you and tell you how to make things. Act as your consultant on plans, projects, and creative ideas. Now vibrate Haniel and ascend to Netzach. Enter the Temple of Astarte and find her seated on a throne of burnished copper worked with emeralds. She wears the jewels about her goddess, representing all the spheres beneath her sheer garments that enhance rather than conceal her beauty. She will confide intimate secrets if she is in the mood to do so. Vibrate Raphael the Tippereth. Here you may consult with Baal and his brother Moat inside the Pyramid of Transformation. Vibrate Kamiel and ascend to Gibberah. Enter the castle of Anath, the warrior goddess, where you may consult with her on matters of defense and justice. She sits on an iron throne and is not comfortable to deal with. She does not always tell you what you want to hear. Vibrate Zadkiel and ascend to his head, the third eye. You will see this jewel before you like a great opaque sapphire lens. Behind you is a water-filled tank in which lives the amph alien amphibian creature known as Dagon to the Philistines and Canaanites, Vishnu to the Hindus, Alanis to the Sumerians, Omo to the Africans, and Capricorn to the astrologers. He is the elder, the wise one. Consult him for the final word on what the others have suggested. He will help you open your third eye. For the basic daily ritual, you should remain in his head and close with the following affirmation. I declare that the precious jewels and mystic roses of my body of life are thus manifested and shall grow more vivid and more alive. As I perform this rite each day, open your eyes and return to external consciousness. When I was developing this system, I performed this ritual and visited all the deities of the spheres every morning for one month until the network was established after which I could use the short form and go to any sphere in less than a minute. However, in the higher Rosicrucian degrees of our Craterapo initiatory system, Baal and Astarte evolved into Jesus and Mary Magdalene, and the old pagan gods and goddesses of the planetary spheres are joined by the angels and archangels of the Hermetic Kabbalah. This evolving process... Now, this derived from the Gnostic Nasein document. This mysterious work was summarized in Thrice Greatest Hermes by the Theosophic scholar G.R.S. Mead. It became the source for Jesse Weston's From Ritual to Romance. Our Tibetan tantric initiations and training and enriched our recovery of the original Western Pythagorean chakra system. In retrospect, I believe that our recovery of the interior stars 
is our greatest contribution to modern hermetic study and practice. And I am honored by the invitation from the Ordo Hermeticus Mysteriorum to share it with you. Thank you. Now, concluded the lecture, and afterward I answered some questions. And I would like to leave you with this thought. The whole key to this is in the Adeptus mind. Uh, Merrick and I both looked at the Cypher manuscript this morning. And the Cypher manuscript, and I was curious, because on, on, the, on the lid of the pastos, on one side of the lid of the pastos, they have Jesus crucified and, and all the evil spirits, uh, the evil snakes coming up from below. And then on, on the other side, they have the angel uh, of the seven stars with the seven stars in his hand and the lightning flash or the flaming sword coming out of his mouth and going down through all the chakras, just as we have described. Now, the curious thing about it is, in the cipher manuscript, Jesus crucified with the snakes coming up from below. That is in the, in the Golden Dawn cipher manuscript. But the lid of the pastos, that is not. And this is, this is a mystery. And we're going to have to find out why that, that drawing is missing, whereas the one on the left side is, is printed. And so, uh, so the research goes on, the mysteries go on, and, and yep, I, I think we have solved the major mystery of what did Omar Khayyam was writing back, back in the 12th century. Up from the throne of Saturn I rose, and uh, up from the center of the earth I rose, and upon the throne of Saturn sat. Now, this entire text has been published in both our blogs, in pokerunion.com and in chsota.org. You, know, you see this entire script. But on our video channel, Ordo Templi Astarte's video channel, we are going to use this script and put in all the illustrations that were shown on the movie screen up at Mount Shasta, including Max, uh, Max's beautiful plastic head. And by the way, I showed that I showed that plastic head to Kevin Townley at the convention, and I said, "Right, worshipful Kevin, here is your Cuba space inside the human head." <laughs> anyway, that's all for tonight. And next week we'll be back, and we'll be discussing some of the follow-up on this. So uh, we'll see you next week. And meanwhile, good magic. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.